0: Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. Also, I want to mention some big news. Journey is now affiliated with Wanderlust. We're the only life coaching company to partner with them, and myself, Noel, and many of our Catalyst Life Coaches will be at Wonderlust Stratton, which is in Vermont, from June 21st through the 24th. If you want to join us, you can get 10% off tickets using the code JRNI2018. Go to wonderlust.com and look for Stratton. I hope to see you there. So Kanye West describes the good life as follows. This is from a song titled The Good Life. Selling that D. I don't know what that D stands for, um, but selling something that starts with a D. Won't even get pulled over in the new V, and I don't think the V stands for Volkswagen. Um, It must be a fancy car. The good life. Let's go on a shopping spree. The good life feels like Atlanta, L.A., Miami, New York, summertime. Um, Pop the trunk. I pop the hood. Ferraris. And she's got all the goods, uh, and she's got that ass. I have to look sorry. So Ferraris and that ass is a good life. Um, haters give me them salty looks. Lari's, Lari's is actually a restaurant in Beverly Hills. I've been there. Um, the most amazing prime rib. I think that's what he's talking about. So fifty told him to go ahead, switch up the style, switch the style up, and if they hate, they're going to hate and watch the money pile up, the good life. So that's uh, Kanye West's definition of um, a good life. And I, I got to say, that was definitely um, probably my definition in my 20s, uh, maybe even 30s. And then, um, so like the old, the old John Kim, so probably mid-30s and before, uh, that would definitely be my definition of a good life and today cut to me minutes ago falling off I so I have this wooden table it's like a picnic table um in my in my little in my place it's like an outdoors picnic tape, table that I brought indoors and it's just kind of cool and and I've got benches and stuff um and I sat on top of it to do a um a, a Facebook video and it collapsed and so I my, <laughs> My arms are wailing in the air like I'm swimming, right? Like everything goes into slow motion when you fall fall like this. I I collapse. Phone goes out of my hand. My foot accidentally hits the TV. The TV comes falling forward, um, hits me in the face, and didn't shatter because it was protected basically by my body. Um, And so I'm in a pile of furniture, broken furniture, and a TV over my face. Um, (laughs) And I... (laughs) I got up slowly. It was really, I mean, it's one of those things where once you know the person's okay, you're laughing for about an hour and a half because it was so funny. You play it back. Uh, I was by myself. I was by myself. So no one was laughing. But if you were here and you saw this shit, you would have been, you would have pissed your pants a hundred percent. But anyway, after that, I went to go buy some nails and uh, went to a hardware store. Um, and it's gorgeous outside today, guys. It's like, 75. uh, I'm in Los Angeles. No clouds, just blue skies and a breeze. It's uh, it's heaven. Um, I'm wearing sandals and and shorts, and so I grab the nails. And there's this pizza place next door, one of my favorite places. Um, I'm like fuck it, so I go over there, get two slices of pizza. It's like New York style, right? The kind you fold. And I'm sitting on the counter eating my pizza. Got a little Diet Coke and they're playing 80s music, I think it was Cindy Lauper or something, and the thing about 80s music is it brings me, now I know not everyone likes 80s music, it's not the music itself, it's the nostalgia, right, it snaps me back to when I was like 10, 12, 13, you know, the, the some of the most um, happiest days of my life, carefree, just breakdancing, and, and didn't have a, a worry in the world, and always curious about everything, the world was very big, right, before taxes and shit, so um, in that moment with marinara and cheese on my face, I was, had this like moment where I was like, man, this is the good life. You know, this is, (laughs) I just fell flat on my ass. I did not get hurt. Nothing shattered. Uh, and now I'm eating pizza and listening to Cyndi Lauper and this is the good life. And the point of me telling you this story is here's the thing. I think that, uh, I think that, that, Money alone, and I'm sure you've heard this, but I think money alone cannot produce happy or good or joy uh, because I know a lot of people with a lot of money and they are not happy inside. And part of why they're not happy is because what it takes to make that money strips you of happiness. So I know people who uh, work 80-hour weeks and um, their, their job, even though they make a lot of money, their job requires them to either fly all over the world or be away from people they love um they just kind of become robots right and then they get obsessed and addicted with building their empire and the um the addiction to the making money itself and these people a lot of them are not happy <clears throat> i can't speak for everyone but a lot of, a lot of the people that i know but i got to say that if you um have no money there's also this uh it's not a good life like you know anyone that tells you that um, that being poor, you could find a good life in being poor. They're, they're full of shit because, uh, and also, you know, when you, when you hear those stories like, well, what about the, the people in third world countries who have nothing and they have to make their own shoes, but they're, you know, able to, to smile and be happy during the days. Yes, that's amazing. And we could learn a lot from them. Absolutely. But it's a different it's apples and oranges because they're not they don't live in a world that is uh you know advertising consumerism and there's no one driving around in ferraris and there's you know what i'm saying like it it, it your happiness is 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 directly proportional to your environment right and when and what's around you and, and and your conditioning and how you grew up and all of that so people in third world countries their definition of happiness is just going to be a, a different than someone who grew up in hollywood or los angeles or in a big city or you know etc so but i do believe cuz i've had uh no money at one point and i've also had some money and um having some money it's a lot easier to be happy and and this is why because when you have no money uh you're in a panic state right because you're worried about your credit card debts your student loans you know if you're if if you're broke and and you're you're, you're basically um, just trying to get food on the table and pay rent—it's really hard to have those moments of joy, or like the moment I just had at the, the pizza parlor. Because you are um, dealing with so much anxiety and stress and worry, right? It's re- It's like that Maslow, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, where like the the the, the basics is like shelter, and um, I think when you get to a point where um, you know you could worry less about that. And then start doing something that you actually enjoy, that you're passionate about. Now you don't have to be rich. But now with that palette or that those basics, then you could actually um, produce joy and find um, happy in moments. So – that's a lot of what's been happening with me lately, and I don't know if it's because I just turned forty-five. I'm getting older. Um, I take things a lot less seriously. I take myself a lot less seriously. Like well, I just fell on my ass, and it, I laughed at myself. I picked up my phone and I and I sent the video to my boys um, on how I fell, and I just made some stupid video about it uh, because no one got hurt, nothing happened, but it just it's just one of those funny things, right? And so I'm learning that. Um, you can find happy, you can find the good life in simplicity, in small things. So for me, the two things and I'm sharing this this because I'm I wanted to um I want you to think about your life and see if you have these things, and I also want to challenge you on your definition of what a good life means because, you know, these are not things that we we sit down every day and assess, right? And and what you define as a good life today may be very different than just what you thought a good life was last year, right? It doesn't have to be like in your 20s or, or 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Um, our definitions change all the time, right? Because we change, right? Our And what we place weight on changes and what's important to us changes. So... A good life to me today um, if i if I had to pick two things, one would be connection, and so connection to other people um so under that umbrella, authentic relationships, friendships where you are encouraged and supported to 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 really be yourself, and you know friendships that aren't lopsided, so a lot of people uh stay in friendships that are completely one way and they don't get a lot out of them they're just giving a lot and they're friends because of history or because they feel like they should be or because they feel bad, and I don't think that's enough. You know, I always feel like with friendships, they change, they go through seasons, and you can outgrow your friends just as much as you can outgrow your your intimate partner, right? So I'm not saying to ditch friends. (laughs) I'm just saying to work on those relationships and make sure that you're getting something out of them um, as they are. So those friendships, I think, are... um, part of of having a good life and not 30 friends no one's got energy to maintain 30 amazing friends right i'm talking about your tribe and you could have different cliques you could have you know you could have your fitness tribe and you can have your um your other like I I have I have some younger dudes I work out with they're my boys and my friends and I ride motorcycles with and then I have some other du- dudes that are more my age and older that I could have crepes and coffee with and talk about the universe and love and they're not better than the other they're just different types of, of people and it's okay to have you know different uh different friends right um but I would say like 10 or under right of your close friends I think is a is, uh, enough to to invest in and really uh, do life together and have that connection. So connection with friends, um, all your relationships, family, connection with uh, whoever you're intimate with or if you're dating. So connection with uh, your partner, intimate connection is what I'm talking about. Um, And also connection with yourself. And I think this is huge it's not just a one time connection it's a, like any relationship it is always changing and there's ups and downs and sometimes you like yourself sometimes you don't like yourself um the connection you have with yourself is a uh, it, it's a circle that is always um evolving and growing it's not like <laughs> it's not like it's not like you go through a rebirth and you're done like you just plugged in you to a uh, to yourself and it's like the light bulb goes off and you're that's it you're connected um, it's like riding a bike, and when you stop pedaling, uh, there's disconnect and drift, right? So, connection across the board, I think, is part of having a good life. And then the other, the other big thing, I think, the other big pillar is meaning, right? What is meaningful to you? If you hang a life on meaning, your life will be good, uh, because there's substance there. You know, Viktor Frankl um, wrote a book called. Uh, the man's search for meaning. And it's, it's one of the things that he discovered how important it is um, to place weight on meaning, what is meaningful for you. So think about your life. Um, You know, and for me, I have more meaning today than I did when I was in my, you know, 20s and 30s. Um, Things that I feel are meaningful. uh, So that lines up with um, some of the passions and purpose and why I make these podcasts or why I write articles or, you know, all of that stuff. It has to do with me um, and my definition of what I think uh, uh, living a meaningful life looks like, right? And so connection and meaning are things that don't require necessarily money, right? So um, yes, I do think um, having some money is better than ha- not having any money and being broke. Of course, right? But once you get to kind of a stable, you could pay the bills. You don't have to be rich, but you're not. You know, you're not worried that you're not going to eat dinner because you don't know where the food is going to come from. Um, when you're able to have a little bit of security, then searching for um, building a life around meaning and connection, I think is what makes a good life and I know that's very general and everyone has different ways of doing that right under the umbrella of connection for example even connection to self what's the activity there could be you know like for me it's fitness daily fitness for some it's yoga uh, meditations for some it's journaling um connection to self is alone time I mean you, I could go on and on right so it depends on what your um process is but all of that and then with meaning what is meaningful to you? Um, what is meaningful to you in your life? What are you doing that has substance and meaning uh, specifically to you, right? What is important? And also uh, start asking yourself why, why that has meaning. Because if you don't ask why, things might have changed, but you don't know and you might be holding on to old blueprints. So just a reminder, guys, of a, of um, redefining what a good life looks like and um it could change and and it's it's not just this extreme like you don't have to go from kanye west um to john kim kanye east that was a stupid joke i'm sorry but um it could be like you know if, if for 5 years you were an athlete right what your definition of a good life may look very different than say today if you're not an athlete but you're doing something completely different you know like a good life for an athlete might might mean um, amazing workouts and community and um great nutrition and and whatever you know um whatever sport the athlete is participating in and all that stuff great sleep um if that person is now doing something different like maybe that that person is now um a life coach or teaching or doing something else um then a good life looks very different right so your definition of good life um can change uh quickly can change um can be in the the process of changing right now so ask yourself what it looks like um to have a good life and um i gotta say my two cents connection and meaning if you have connection in your life and you have meaning in your life um, there's no way your life cannot be good thanks for tuning in i hope the dialogue was helpful listen guys if you want to be a life coach just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com and click on Life Coaching Training and you'll find our Catalyst Intensive. There's only two things you need to be a life coach. A story which everyone has and a passion to help others. Before you go, I wanted to give you something. Something I made. It's a relationship toolkit because the world needs better, healthier relationships so we could all love harder. So go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast that's www.dangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast super simple and we will email you my relationship toolkit